Hey, what's up, everybody? I am John Ricard. This is Camera Work Podcast. And today we have a guest. A lot of times we don't have a guest, but our guest today is Roman Vale, photographer in Brooklyn. Good to meet you. Good. Who, um, coincidentally, doesn't live too far from me in Brooklyn. We're like neighbors. We never quite ca- cross yeah. paths, but we, we should. We've been on the same train and didn't even know. Well, now I know who to look for, so we'll yeah, see each yeah, other see at the organic sleeping. market, right? Yeah. I'll be the guy sleeping with the iPhone <laughs> and then wondering why no one stole it when I wake up because it's right, in right. my hand like this. Yes, yes, out, yes. You know, but the funny thing is, is I like having guests because I think, and, and when I originally started the podcast, I had a friend of mine named Ray who was like the co-host. Okay. And I think the podcast was actually better when I had him on just because the conversation goes better with two people, even though occasionally he would sort of almost shut down the conversation. I would ask him about something. He'd be like, I'm not into that. And it kind of breaks right, the rule right. of broadcasting. You have to do something to stay keep active. The conversation going. Yeah, of stay course. into it. But um, it's so much harder to do the podcast with a guest because if it's just me, I can do whatever I want. I could just find myself free for half an hour and mm-hmm. only do the podcast. But with a guest, I have to kind of coordinate it and schedule it. Yes, so yes, yes. It's tougher, so there's a trade-off there. But well, it was good to be here, nonetheless. You know, yeah, it's very, very it's cool. cool. Thank so. you for coming up on a Sunday morning. My pleasure. My Which pleasure. Is good. But uh, you know, the latest thing driving me crazy is the latest changes to Instagram. Okay. I don't know how much, like how long have you been on Instagram? I mean, I initially had an account a few years ago that I was good at, but then I changed my whole brand. I went from oh, okay. um, audio and more into photo. Oh, okay. uh, which so I that, guess is better for Instagram anyway, right? Right, right. Uh, and so right. Th- that was maybe like four years ago, but there was two years of just dead Instagram. Okay. I had to kill it, I had to restart it, so it now really I'm just did. building it up again, okay. so. But the weird thing for me is like, they keep changing Instagram, and the funny thing for me is I always feel like if you complain about any changes, just period, in your right. industry, photography, then you come across as the old guy going like, it was better when I was young. Back in my day. Right, yeah, back yeah. in my day, we yeah. used to, whatever. And I'm constantly trying to say to people, like, say like with music, a lot of people that I'll see like on my Facebook and they're complaining about like music being digital, and mm-hmm. the old days we had the album with the packaging. And there's some advantages to that, but right. there's so many advantages to digital with the music as well that I'm not nostalgic for owning, I don't want a whole rack of CDs. Thank God I have zero CDs in my house right, right now. Right. I'm glad about that. So I generally like change. I'm not averse to change, but mm-hmm. some of the changes that they do like with Instagram, it bothers me because I feel that they, it gets cluttered. Like, so the latest thing I heard, I read about was that they're adding a focus mode to Instagram, which mm. is kind of using iPhone by the chance. Uh, I had the old iPhone 7 Plus, which right. had that weird kind of focusy shallow right. depth. Right, you get the large one. Now. Yeah, 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 right. that's my right. My wife right. has that. I don't yeah, my wife has that now, too. Right, did you use it? Or did you I, I used it, but I used right. my camera more for that. Right, than you get I, that look already. Yes, yes, yes. So they're adding that to Instagram, and it's like already with Instagram, you go to take, you go to shoot, let's say you're doing video into Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. you do the stories, by the way? Uh, I'm trying to be more like kind of constant with that. It's like, it's really hard to just like be this other person all the time while I'm living my life. And, yeah. you know, I do want to keep, you know, my life, my life, but I want to share what I want to share. So I can't it's a balance. I, it's I hard, man. So it's hard. hard. And I'll do it for like two days, and I just go, I can't. I, I'm going to do so one at the end of our conversation. I'm going to say, hey, this is where we were and all that. Good. So I'm trying to do that. But there's some yeah. people, they have it ready now. They're like, how you doing? It's you know, and they're, they're doing but it. But to really do so. the story right, it would have started as like when you're leaving the house. It's yes. Like, yeah, I'm going into the city, and then I'm on a train, and I'm yes. walking, and I'm in the door. Like, you have to do so many. 
Well, the cool thing, you could do these stories with just the photos now, too. So it right. could just be kind of slideshow. You could right. take a shot of you leaving the house. Hey, guys, I'm about right. to go. And then a shot of you on the train, shot right. of you like getting well, what I've been doing, what, the, the one thing I like about it is if I do a shoot is, let's say I do a shoot that's not, quote, worthy of my actual feed, then I can dump it in a story. Right. Or if I put the one picture of the model in the proper feed, then I can put eight other shots of her in the story. So I right. like that. And it is easier than doing the video clips, but it's still a pain and I seldom do the story. But the, but the point though about the, mm -hmm. the, the thing with Instagram is, let's say you're going into that story mode. I mean, already we've got like live and boomerang and uh, not live and photo and video. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand like, why do they have to keep adding features? I don't get it. And, and again, and I hate to sound like the old guy who's right. going like, why are we changing it? But the idea of simplicity that something can have just a few features i don't get why every company is determined to just put as much clutter as they can into every every device you buy and every interface man i, I don't understand it you know i'm seeing it more like um you know this consumption generation and like how cell phones have to change every year now and computer. literally every apple is guaranteed with that oh, apple guaranteed. Upgrade. they're telling you every year when you're going to get a new phone we yeah, yeah. No, even if we don't have any improvements Every year, a new phone. So it's that, it's the yeah. phone, it's the news, it's like the world, it's like everything is kind of like that. Yeah. And they already have the followers, you know what I mean? They're already getting the demographic and the right. instant marketing focus group info, the data, the, you right. know, all that stuff that right. they're, the analytics that they're getting. So for them to just add more features, they just see what hits, what misses, how are we gonna streamline this? It's like when you look at the original They could become like MySpace though. They could just become obsolete if they don't keep innovating, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody on Instagram would be glad if Instagram disappeared. I think we, even though people were succeeding at it would probably be glad to not have that grind of having to do. I never meet anyone who says like, I love doing Instagram. I think everybody looks at it, everybody I talk to looks at it as work. And a lot of people I know are succeeding at it, and mm -hmm. a lot of people are not succeeding at it. But no one seems to really, really enjoy it that I personally speak to, at least. You know what, for me, I, I think, I, I love Instagram. I get a lot right. of responses, and uh, a lot of people interested in working with me, or like whatever, right. or me finding people. You know, it's also great in that way. But, right. uh, but at the same time, it's, you know, the, the problem with Instagram for me is, kind of dumbing down what I feel my content should be to, to these, um, you know, like how you were saying, things that aren't worthy of like my feed right, go into right, the story. Right, right, so right. do I want to clash how people see my feed versus right. what the story is? Right. Where does that connect? Well, you know, my, my issue with Instagram is the idea that diversity is not valued there. I can't comprehend mm. it because let's say Instagram did not exist. Right. It doesn't exist. And I'm explaining it to you, or you weren't aware of it, and I'm explaining it to you. It seems like this is what I should say to you. Okay. This sounds like I should say to you, I should say. Well, when you create your feed, you want to be diverse. People don't want to see the same thing every week. Mm -hmm. So they want to see diverse, they want to be surprised, they're looking for entertainment, and they want something different. No one wants to well, go to a restaurant and keep ordering the same hamburger all the time. So. If you're a beauty photographer, let's say that's what you specialize mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. well, you actually need to go out and create some different content as well. No one just wants to see another model on your feed. Get out there and shoot some sports or whatever. Be diverse, surprise your audience, keep them interested. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounds like, I, I should say. But instead, what succeeds on Instagram, in my view, is not just the same content in the sense of saying, well, I photograph models, but because that's so wide, right. you know, we could be doing models. All kinds of models, of course. Fashion, you do a lot of fashion, it could be beauty, whatever. But it, what I see on Instagram that succeeds is 
not just the same subject, but the same subject shot the same way. Same lighting, same set same, almost. Yeah. Same composition. Yeah. And I, I won't say put it on this podcast, the name of certain accounts or mm -hmm. screenshots of it. I would show you privately. Sure. But there are feeds that are very successful in terms of number of followers. It looks like the entire feed was shot in one shoot mm -hmm. because it's the same lens, the same light, same type of models even. And it just blows my mind that that is successful. So I maintain three different accounts. I have the Rick in Action, okay. which is all jujitsu pictures. Then I have John Ricard, which is the main account. I still have no idea what the hell that account even is. Okay. It's okay. mostly models and some family stuff. And then there's one I do called Camera Work NYC, which right. is all street photography. So, but I can't mix the three because on Instagram, that's somehow a bad thing. And it blows my mind that people don't want the diversity or that the diversity doesn't succeed on Instagram. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I'm finding that a lot of times people now just don't have time to figure things out, right? right. So I, I go to these meetings and people don't have an idea of, their imagination is kind of like, you know, stymied by like just too much information almost. You have right. to tell them, this is exactly how it's gonna be. This is how it looks. Right. This is where I'm gonna do it. And that's why these mood boards are great and people really stick to them, I, I find, you know, and really try to. So it's like, they need to be, kind of given what to eat. This yeah. is what you're going to have. See, I'm so different from that. And, oh, yeah, but, I agree. But I'm yeah. just saying that that's what people that's need what people now. Like, the decision yeah. makers, the people who aren't yeah. behind the camera, you know, doing things, right. you know, they need to see how is this going to look right. now? I need to know now what it's going to look and like. It's so funny because I had an assistant who was, her entire job was just setting up test shoots for me. That was her entire job. Just schedule the models, book the hair, book right. the makeup. So she would create a mood board. And then when we get to the shoot, and I would meet the models, the hair and the makeup on the day of the test shoot. I just had zero, uh, zero input into it because it didn't even matter. It's just content, whatever. Okay. I trust her to get to okay. people. And then they would come to me and they were like, um, yeah, you know, so on the mood board, whatever. And I'm like, I need to look at the mood board. Just do what you want to do. It doesn't matter to me. But like you said, mm -hmm. they're kind of married to this mood board. And, I'm going, and in my mind, I'm like, just look at the model and figure out what would be cool for her and do something right now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what we what picture we sent you 10 days ago, just do something now that looks cool. Or talk to the model, talk to the hair person, you three of you get together, do something cool. But that's not the way most people operate. Yeah, I mean, I, I really try, you know, maybe it's coming out of like a um, performance music background. I would mm -hmm. jam with people, you know, I'll play guitar, then I made music, then engineering right. and things. So I really like that collective energy. I like that, you know, coming together, the model has a voice, she's not a mannequin. Right. We're artists, we're both, you know, trying to, you know, do our thing here in the city. Right. Let's come together, makeup artist included, stylist included. Sometimes I'll style it, sometimes both the model and I will style it. I've applied makeup on eyeshadow. I'm not a makeup guy, you know what I mean? Uh, I do it digitally, you know, with my oh, you know, tablet or whatever, yeah, but like with the retouching, but I, I don't really get in there, but I have gotten in there. So right. we really try to yeah, like you know, that, do that. Especially to me, if you're doing a test shoot, that's the value of the test shoot is that you, you're able to do that because on a paid gig, you probably can't do that because there is a parameter now that we're trying to fit into right. and it makes sense that it exists. But if it's Thursday and we're standing in my studio at noon and this is going on Instagram, why right. would we be married to any, excuse me, any particular concept? Sure. I don't get it. But, but circling back to something I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. with, with the idea of this clutter, it, and I've said this 50 times on the podcast, anybody who's watched this before has heard me say it, but you know, I use a Leica M10 for a lot of my work. Okay. And one of the things I love about it is that they do keep it simple. And yes. the previous camera to this had a movie mode. You could shoot video on it, and then this one, 
doesn't shoot video. Right. They removed it. Purist. Right. And it's crazy when you look at this camera, the M10, and then you go back to a Leica from 20 years ago, there are more controls on the front and the top of a 20-year-old Leica than a new Leica. More controls on the old camera because you had this rewind dial right, 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 right. button on the front. Those are gone. They actually remove stuff. They're the only ones that do it. It, it seems like every time I pick up, uh, I want to say newspaper, but I mean a blog. Right. I don't really, oh, Instagram added another feature. You know, they, slow motion is another one they just added. Yes. We already have that on the phone. You can do slow motion. You can upload that. To sure. Instagram. Why do I need to go to Instagram and have to swipe? You know, live, uh, slow motion, panoramic, boomerang. I just, I don't understand it. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand it. And like I said, I don't want to sound like the guy who hates change. It's not that. It's just, I think what I hate is clutter and unnecessary change. It's yeah, weird. yeah. I, I mean, I'm kind of seeing it like um, not hating. I have to be careful not to hate change and not to hate age. You know right. what I mean? Because right. it, it's a young person's market all the time. Right. You know, it's always true, 18 yeah. to 24. It just right. always is, you right. know? And Instagram is built for that, and everything in the world is yeah. built for that. Who's older is paving the way for the younger generation to move forward. So right. it really does have to cater to that, and we just have to stay, stay, stay with right. it. You gotta stay floating. You gotta stay right. swimming in the ocean. Yeah, and I'm good you know? at that. It's just, I don't always like where it goes. And the other latest change I heard to Instagram, to Instagram last week was, that they're rolling out the ability to make purchases directly on Instagram. And the thing that bothers me, what they're gonna do is they'll take in your credit card information. Yeah. So when someone shows something, rather than a blogger, say having to, I guess, say swipe up for the link, and now I'm on the H&M site trying to navigate H&M to buy right. the dress she was wearing, not that I would buy the dress, but you get the point. I get the idea, <laughs> yes. But now I'll be able to just buy it right through Instagram. A couple of clicks, boom, mm -hmm, purchase mm -hmm. is done. But the, the thing that, and again, there's the clutter, so that kind of bothers me now, because now when I look at that post, there's gonna be this other button to purchase it. Again, I'm not a fan of clutter, but the, the thing that I wonder about is, if Instagram keeps going that way, where they're mm -hmm. adding more chat features, right. more stories, Snapchat, and the ability to purchase in the app, how valuable is this platform going to be as a showcase of strong photography? I'm afraid that that part of it is going to just drop, 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 drop. And it, that's just not what you're gonna think of Instagram for. It's interesting what's happening now because you have like Flickr and SmugMug kind of coming together now. You know, I didn't know uh, that because I don't use either. Okay, I, I mean, I used to have SmugMug way back in the day. I thought the but, name was so dopey. I would never, yeah, I would yeah, never yeah, yeah. give $20 a month to something called SmugMug. Well, you know, you, what it looks like. you change that right away into like your own. Uh, right, you can like, create yeah, your yeah, own yeah, domain yeah. name. Right, right. But I just so, hated that name and it just... But they had good features out. at the time. Yeah. But, uh, I use on Photo Shelter to do... I, I have Photo Shelter as well. Yeah, that's it's great. The most it's great. Incredible. It's great. That, that and Lightroom and Photo Mechanical, three things I cannot run my business oh. without. The three of those things are mandatory for my business. But okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think when you see like Smuggling and Flickr coming together, you know Instagram is part of Facebook. You're just going to see right. that ubiquitous kind of melting of right. Facebook and Instagram. Those features right. in Facebook, I'm seeing it to populate into the Instagram right. like app, you know, where it's like yeah. the same thing almost. Yeah, yeah, it is. So. It's very, very connected. But the thing I'm wondering is, because I, I feel like this, I feel like Instagram started off where the quality of the images was not important because it was about the story. It was right. supposed to be, if you remember the beginning, you were yeah. supposed to shoot it with your phone. Right. It was, it was like deceptive if you used a real camera. To, and right. again, nothing wrong with this, but it started off as kind of this daily diary. You could just throw up a quick shot. Instagram, it was instant picture. You weren't supposed to give it all this thought, not supposed to be post-processed. Exactly, exactly. Throw it up, here's what I'm doing now. Two hours later, here's what I'm doing now. Okay. 
platform starts to change a little bit to where people start putting more quality into the images they're putting up mm -hmm, there. They're mm -hmm. with DSLRs, yep. they're processing it, they're setting up shots. So now it becomes like a photography platform. And in the mind of a lot of people, that's probably what it still is. A lot of photographers are thinking, let me put a great photograph on Instagram because I'm, everybody's gonna see my great work and hire me. But I feel where the platform is moving towards is communication, mm. not image showcase. And I don't know if there's going to be a place where people go to look at pretty photographs. I don't think that's what people are going to be using Instagram for in six months. They're going to go to Instagram to be entertained by yep. a story yep. or to buy something. But they're not going to say, I want to look at good photography, so I visit Instagram. Well, it's definitely to buy something. That's, you know, it's, right. like it's a free platform for a reason so that other people can market yeah. on it and do what, what they do. And so that Instagram and Facebook can make money, not necessarily Correct. us make money. So, right. um, and it's not even, and again, it, it's debatable whether it's free because if you have a business account, right. you might be taking out ads. And I've taken out ads right. to promote like photo workshops and things right. like that. And it's a platform that appeared to be free, but if you want to guarantee you're going to reach a lot of people, you can just give them money and then bam, all of a sudden it's as if you have a following of 50,000 people. Well, I've thought about it. Like, what would I spend a month to have more control over Instagram? Like right. to have more filtered searches and like do all these right. targeted type things. Like what would I pay for that? Would I pay an ad for it or would I pay a subscription? I really would pay a what subscription. Do you mean a subscription? What yeah. is that? You know, like if you pay uh, $2.99 a month to have the pro features of like Instagram, for example, or some, whatever it is. No, I don't you know think what I mean? Instagram does that. I'm, I know they don't do that. Yeah. I'm just saying that oh, if, they, you, if would, they would, I, would I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. hadn't thought of it, but yeah. if they, I would not be surprised for Instagram to say a business account is now say $5 a month, right. and then you get two free ads a month, something like that. 10,000 people, sure. just to guarantee that everyone on a business account right. is making money. So it, it's, it's crazy, you know, and um, it's just crazy that they, Keep cluttering the platform is the one thing that bothers mm. me, which I think is a wrong thing to do. As I said, with the iPhones, the same way. It used to be you'd go to the camera and it was just photo, and then it became photo video, and then it became photo video and panorama and time lapse and yeah. HDR. And, you, it, it, and, it, and it's so funny with the clutter because I use an, I use an iPhone as my phone. Mm -hmm. Then I this Android that I use for this particular video thing that I filmed. That okay. It's not really important what that is right now. But, so it's awkward for me to use the Android because I'm used to the iPhone. And I have an app that I use to shoot video on. It allows me to adjust the exposure and white okay. balance. But, again, when you talk about the clutter of it, instead of it being an app, like every time I use it, I want video and I want to be able to film someone else and never a selfie. Right. 50% of the time that I open this app, I'm looking at me. And I'm trying to remember and figure out how do I get it off of me and just make it film the other camera. Then other times it's in photo mode. Other times mm -hmm. the little dial, the little bar, whatever you want to call it, that I use to adjust exposure, right. it's just gone. And uh, I've got to go into settings and figure out, well, where is the thing that allows me to just make the picture brighter or darker? But I, I never understand why they can't make a video app that is just always ready to film, that just has yeah. this permanent things that are always but there. Exposure. Rear camera, rear camera. Rear camera, exposure. Exposure dial, shooting, right. ISO always. maybe. I can just turn it on and shoot. And I don't know if I'm the only one on this, but I feel like I always know if I'm gonna take video or a picture. Yeah. They're, and to me, they're totally different. There's yeah. very little connection between these two things. Something that I'm gonna pull out the phone and photograph, in no way am I gonna video that and vice versa. I can never understand why those two apps are always connected. In my mind, video and photography are 
totally, totally different. Totally. I've got to keep it steady for video. I have to deal with audio, and I need a longer moment, and a picture has none of those elements. Why are those things connected on every app? When on my phone or whatever, I should have a photo app and a video app. You know, you, again, I always know I'm doing one or the other. You know, you, you, you come in to a coffee shop, you ask for a right. cup of coffee, let me get a regular coffee. It's like cream and sugar. It's just going to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? There's no way to separate those two. You've got to give special instructions. And it's like, why is that regular? Who yeah. said that's regular? You know what I mean? I like it this right. way. You like it that I way. I always get mad when I so, want coffee. They go like, hot coffee? And then I get yeah. condescending and I go, yeah. coffee <laughs> is hot <laughs> coffee. Iced coffee is iced coffee. We don't need to ask right. that question. But so if I say coffee, it is hot. That's, that's hot. That's, that's if correct. not, I would say iced coffee, which why anybody wants iced coffee because it's gross. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I really like what you said <laughs> before about Leica kind of pulling it back, taking right. the video off, because I had an M8, you right. know, that I shot oh, on, cool. and I loved it, you yeah. know what I mean? It was like their first digital stab yeah, in the thing, it and very simple. it was very great. I traded that camera for, um, I, I gave up my 5D Mark III for that and some other that. stuff, yeah. and it helped my composition, helped right. everything. I just right. visualized, slowed it but down, the, the whole thing. the M8, M9, M240, M10 yeah. is every time you pick it up, it's exactly the same. Yeah, the shutter yeah, speed yeah. dial is always the shutter speed yeah. dial. It's not in a different mode where, and believe me, if I pulled out my Sony A6000 and I could do three hours on what's wrong with that camera, uh -huh. how many times a dial that is sometimes this is now that, depending on what mode you're in. Yeah. And I love the idea that, again, with my Leica, the aperture ring and the shutter speed dial, which is the main things I need and my ISO are always the same. They never change. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. such a cool thing. But just to sum up Instagram, yeah. it's the two things that drive me crazy at the moment. One, the constantly adding the features. And I wish that they could just say, okay, we're done. This is Instagram. We're finished. Just like a doorknob or your steering wheel on your car. Okay. You don't add anything to it. We're done. It just opens the door right. or steers the car. We don't need to put anything else on it. And then two is, like I say, I kind of am a little, I don't know, worried if that's the word, that Instagram will no longer be a place where you're supposed to post pretty pictures or that people are going to look at pretty pictures or visiting that platform to look at pretty pictures. And I'm wondering, is there going to be a different platform that's specifically designed? I want to see some pretty pictures, yeah. let me go here. Rather than, well, I want to talk to my friends or laugh at a funny story or buy a dress. I don't see where any of those three are really connected to me breaking my neck trying to post pretty pictures. So that's... Instagram for me, my uh, latest concern. Yeah, yeah. About I, it. You know, I, I, two areas. I see that as well. I mean, I think that it is going to either morph into something else or there's going to be some other component to this so Facebook thing Instagram. Have to join, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember a password. Because the thing is, I mean, <laughs> I, and build a following. I mean, I think the communication is good because it's like people, you know, you'll post compulsively or they used to and right. you just see it, you see it. But does it really, are people reading what you're writing? They're just yeah. looking and clicking, okay. liking. But now if, if it's more engaging, I welcome that because it really does help for me to sell what I do, yeah. but it's that conversation. For me because, for example, on Facebook, I don't post hardly any of my professional work on Facebook. Okay. Because I don't look at Facebook as a place to no. show my pretty pictures. I'm no, much no, quicker no. to say, I saw the Avengers, and this is what I thought. Right, Here's right, my order. Right. And then Instagram right now is where I'm going to put the pretty pictures. The main picture. stuff, yeah. But I feel, again, that Instagram's going to change it. It won't be the place. You know? Instagram I used as a utility when it first came out. Right. I was like, what one place can I go where I can share to Twitter, to Facebook, right. and on Instagram, and this other thing, yeah. all at the same but time. the problem, though, is that... It became a problem, right. Right, the problem became, though, and this is all about Facebook, I guess Instagram, definitely Facebook if you did that Facebook buries it if you're aware of that but mm. if I in other words let's say I put my podcast on YouTube right and then I take the YouTube link and I share it to Facebook and I say hey here's my new podcast no one on my feed is going to see it 
Mm. But if instead I take that video, put it on my hard drive, and upload it from my hard drive directly to Facebook, and I say, here's my latest podcast, they will see it. Because Facebook is not interested in sharing YouTube content. They want mm. to share their own content. So if you post on Facebook, you're going to get more views than if you post on Instagram and share to Facebook. Although maybe that's changing now since it's the same company. Yeah. But just overall, that sharing thing doesn't really work the same as posting on each platform individually. So it's just kind of more work we have to do. Oh my God. But one of the reasons I, yeah. I wanted to talk to you specifically is, is the entire concept of test shoots <clears throat> where you're photographing a model and there's not specifically a client and you're not necessarily selling those images. It's something that I do pretty often, almost okay. once a week. I try to do it once a week, a test shoot. Yeah. But it drives me crazy. There are so many little things that make it complicated. And when I came across your feed, it looks like you're doing a decent amount of test shoots. I'm just curious on your take if the things that go crazy for, for me are the same things that drive you crazy. But yeah. the, the question I would ask you is, how would you explain what a test shoot is? Let's say someone doesn't know what that is or isn't doing them or isn't familiar. What is it? Why do we do it? What's the value? A uh, few different values. Um, f first, for all the players, so to speak, involved, uh, the, the value of it is to have content, right? For me to test out um, my lighting, my new lighting, my new backdrop, a particular lens, a new approach, a new location, uh, I definitely, before I have a, a paid client, I, I want to have a mock client, so to speak, where right. I can you know, see what's going to go into the shoot. Right, and so. I always wonder if the makeup and hair, if the glam squad, do they realize they're also being tested? Because I they are being tested. cannot yes. book you on a paid shoot no. if I have not worked with you prior to Correct. that. I'm not going to say to a client who's cutting a check, I can vouch for her. I don't know if she's going to be two hours late. I don't know what yep. her personality is like on set. I don't exactly. know if she's snippy. I don't know if she's a team player. Right. So I'm testing them, and it's funny that they may not really be aware of it, but... I'm testing them as well as every other element yeah. you mentioned. But um, what else would you say about the test shoots? Though? I mean, a test shoot, I mean, uh, outside of that, you definitely want to have a good working relationship. And that's uh, that vibe is very important to me. So to be able to work quickly, creatively, right. you know, jump from place to place. Uh, I mean, right. I make my test shoots very involved. So it's like, we'll do studio stuff, uh, right. you know, backdrops. We'll go outside. Right. We'll hit a few different locations. I'm driving around. We're going right. places, doing things. So I mean, you got to be able to keep up and do right. get a lot of content in a short amount of time. Right. Uh, where it doesn't feel like you're, you're dying to do it. You know what right. I mean? You're not like dead by the end of the shoot. You're having right. fun. You're having you know, fun. I want, yeah, yeah. yeah, a couple of things that I would add about the test shoot thing. One thing I think that's valuable about it is, let's say there's something you want to shoot, whatever that is. You, right. whatever, you, I don't know, you like the ideas of models being energetic. So your vision sure. is that the model should be jumping in the air. Whatever, just pulling that out of nowhere. But that's your vision. Okay, and now a client comes to you and they say, we want you to shoot, to photograph the shoot of a businesswoman for our new laptop line. And then the problem becomes, because you're so dying to shoot energetic models, you're trying to crowbar that into their shoot, and it's just not appropriate. Mm. Because that's what you're into, but it doesn't fit their concept. And then you've, you're forcing it into that shoot because that's what you really want to shoot. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the values of the test shoot is, it is a chance for you to do what you want to do which makes it a little That's easier true. now when a client has a job, you can shoot their job because yesterday you photographed what you want to photograph. And I see it a lot with the glam squad where a lot of them don't seem to understand that. And 
we're on a shoot and the client says, oh, we need the makeup to be natural. We're back to this laptop right. client business. But here's this makeup artist. She's super creative and she's got visions of, you know, painting red streaks. Yeah, lines and things. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now she's trying to force this into the businesswoman shoot and it doesn't fit. Mm. So I think one of the best things about the test shoot is to kind of get that out of your system, the things that you want to do so that when it comes time to just work, it's easier for you to work because you've done your own personal thing. And then I think the other thing also is that a lot of times on a job, it might not be your vision because mm -hmm. like you said, you wanted this businesswoman to look more energetic, mm -hmm. but the person cutting the check doesn't want that. So how are you ever going to get the picture of the energetic businesswoman? There's no way to get it unless you go get a businesswoman, right. set up that shoe. And make it her, that way. Yeah. Tell her, this is how I want to do it and jump, put that on your website. So if you really want to get your vision out there, you must do test shoots because if not, you're going to either crowbar into shoots that where it doesn't fit or mm -hmm. you're never going to get the shots you want because you're doing client jobs and it doesn't fit what you think. You know, again, I'm giving not a great example of this businesswoman. Right. It, it could be anything, sir. could be anything, models, sure. hair, makeup, whatever. So I think there's that value there. But um, for me, it is, and we were talking before we started rolling how you said you're kind of like me where you don't, you're not so controlling on the test shoot, no. meaning that you're not kind of what must be done this way, right? What would you say about that? I mean, we talked about earlier. I mean, there's definitely a time to be assertive and to say, you know, if you see something kind of going to the side, mm -hmm. you got to be able to pull it back. That's what a right. good director of a shoot does. You know, that's what a photographer does. But, um, but I do like to be, you know, very organic, very kind of working together towards the same right. vision. But I think the most important thing about a test shoot, which I want to say before while you were talking, is that. Um, you know, it, it's about finding your voice, you know what I mean? So it's, it, I want to be hired for the thing, for my perspective on a shoot or for my particular taste or right. certain thing, not for the fact that I love to use these two color gel lights and I'm a master of these two lights, you're a specialist. That's fine, that, that's all good, but you know, part of it is making the model comfortable, being comfortable, giving the right direction to the glam squad, how you right. said, and, and you know, being able to kind of you know, the fruit is in the photo. You know what right. I mean? It's like, that's what you're going to get. We should all be working towards that. Yeah, right. the, the that's common goal. There. Common goal. Like, right. the, it's not personal. There is no right. problem that we have. We're, right. we're trying to get here. I'm trying to get you to go there. It's just like uh, on a basketball team. You might have the, you know, the point guard trying to get everybody. This is the play that we're trying to run. We're right. trying to do this, you know? Right. So, uh, I mean, for me, getting that out of your system, how you said, is very true. But it's right. also just knowing, like, if you can't bring it to a test shoot, which is kind of low pressure, it's easy. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you can't really, I don't know if I can really bring you with me right. on something else on that's job. more, right. but it's also yeah. different than being like a, a wedding photographer or a, you know, a product photographer or something right. like that, where you're not to minimize that in any possible way, right. because that's not just what I do, but right. the way I'm seeing it from my friends, they, people want certain kinds of shots for that, but for fashion, it's, yeah, I can get creative. I'm not really shooting branches out of, you know, in yeah, someone's that, hairstyle, that extreme stuff, extreme right. stuff but, right. it, but it's like, you get a sense of, I'm going to subtly change the lighting here. Right. You know, people notice like, oh, you, your subject seems separated from the background. Other right. people kind of blend them in, the model right. more in with the background. Little things and yeah, a little yeah. accent lighting, little gel. Yeah, right. I mean, it's all in taste and I want to be hired for my taste and sensibility right. rather than that's the guy who works with the gel. That's the guy who right. uh, is the rooftop guy. It's right. like, okay, right. Right. you yeah, know, you so. Vision to hopefully show through all Yeah, yeah. But for me, the test shoots are, they're, I don't know, blessing and a curse, whatever the term would be, I find them so much work to set up. Because it sounds like it should be so simple. To just get a hair person, a makeup person, 
and a model. And for me, there's a quite a wide range of who's appropriate for this. It doesn't That's have true. to be this model. There's a wide range of models that are going to work for this. And I tend to shoot beauty for the test shoots mm -hmm. rather than fashion, mm -hmm. primarily because it eliminates one of the people that I need. I don't have to mm -hmm. worry about the clothing now. That's true. And that just makes it easier to, if I can just shoot her in a strapless bra or a tank top, whatever, and it gives you the bare shoulders, I just have to worry about booking hair and makeup and a pretty face. I don't really have to worry about her body being perfect. I don't have to worry about getting a fashion stylist. So that's the, one of the main reasons I just do it as beauty instead. Mm -hmm eliminates one of the team members. But, so it seems like this should be simple. There's 8,000 makeup artists on this block. All over. <laughs> you know, everywhere. <laughs> million hair people, million, and again, to, to, to do a test shoot where it, Instagram is one of the main places that's going. Right. The model doesn't have to be so high level, I find, because she doesn't need to be professional where she knows how to pose quickly. She doesn't have to have 30,000 poses. She just needs to be decent. She could be, my wife teases me when I use terms like this, but she just needs to be a New York 7 and we're good, okay? Okay. But, so it seems like this should be simple, but for me, it is endless back and forth with the emails and the text messages and the, the cancellations and the not getting back to me for two days. And then it's, I mean, do you go through this and setting up the test shoots? What is that process like for you? That, well, I'll give you an example. My current test shoot I'm doing tomorrow okay. uh, is um, three models in Prospect Park. Um, one model, you know, I've been in talks with all of them over the past right. months or whatever. Let's back up a bit. Where'd sure. you get the three models from? Uh, all from Instagram. Okay, now you're just searching hashtags? Or just well, we've been kind of talking about shooting together. Okay. It either worked or didn't work for whatever reason. Right. Uh, we stay cool, you know, we stay in touch. Hey, right. I, I like this shot, you know, that's nice. Right. Move on. Hey, I have an idea for this Monday, you know, right. I'm, I'm available, this is the time. Right. Uh, oh, great, I have a makeup artist who's into it. Check out some of the, the stuff right. I have. Great. Right. Would you mind a couple more models in there? Right. Got a couple more girls. Um, you know, pick but the location. How, much, how many times are you reaching out and oh. they're not responding? Because for me, if I sometimes if I reach out once and you mm. don't respond, I just unfollow and and mm. my memory is so bad, which I'm glad about. I mean, I literally have forgotten you, like dead oh. serious and. I, I go to events sometimes, and it's funny because people come up like, Hey, how you doing? And I'm like, this is? I swear, don't What's your name again? Yeah. yeah, I have yeah. not the slightest clue. And I don't think that person would believe that I don't remember who they are. And, mm. and like I said, I have other times where I'll be going through my files on my computer, <clears> and I'll look at a folder from like January, and it'll, the way I code it, it'll say you have the date, and it'll say like, Sarah, and I use this code MTM. For me, that means it was a test shoot. Okay. And it'll say like, Sarah and Jessica, MTM. And I will sit and I'll go, okay, let me try to remember who is this. And this is like three months ago. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Sarah and Jessica, like, what do they look like? Where did I meet them? And what did I photograph? Did I do it on white? Did I do it on black? Colored gels? And I can't remember. I'm just going to remember. And I'll click open the folder, look at it, and go, okay, now I remember them. But <clears throat> so... One thing that's good is if I do try to reach out and you don't respond and I unfollow you, two months later, I really can't remember you. It's just, mm. it's gone from my mind. Like, I just, it's gone. But, and sometimes I wonder if maybe I unfollow too quickly with that or I drop the conversation too quickly because I think I take offense at the idea that I you're, you're a model. The shoot benefits you more than anybody. I mean, I've got thousands of model pictures. It's, I'm still doing more all the time, right. but 
It benefits you more than me because I can replace you, and I've done this a million times, and you might not have anywhere near my experience in this mm -hmm. and have this many shoots under your belt. And I, I resent having to contact you 25 times for something that benefits you. Yeah. How often are you being persistent versus just saying, you know, enough already? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for the most part, a lot of my um, targeted contact is very strategic, very specific. So it's like, this is what I need. Uh, this is the time that I'm free. Right. I'm going to make one of these options work, right. but you have to respond right now or by tomorrow or within right. a couple of days or whatever it is. Uh, and, and then we're just going to make it happen. And it just and I just try to do it that way, right. one at a time, just kind of move through that. Yeah. But uh, people do, like, I mean, the shoot I'm doing tomorrow, like I said, I spoke to this model um, for months. Right. You know, we never quite got together. Right. She reached out to me again, hey, I haven't forgotten. I still really want to shoot right. with you. I'm like, oh, I did sort of forget, but right. I'm glad that you reached out. Right. Uh, th these are some of my ideas right now, because, you know, right. you always have to be thinking about something, and, right. then, um, and then we're just going to make it happen. And so it's cool. You know? But I think every test shoot I do, by the time I arrive, which is usually here, right. by the time I arrive here, and let's say the, one of the makeup people is here or the hair people, and I'm just going, well, I'm expecting three models, but you know, yeah. we'll yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I had another shoot where I was expecting three models. We were going to do these amazing uh, chain link type of dresses. Right. We, I found an amazing location. Right. And something happened to one model. Another model had some issue. One model showed up. I'm like, I'm going to... All my eggs are going into this oh, one this basket, one day, yeah. and then yeah. we're just going to make it awesome. And it came out great. And the next, like, couple of days later, the model flew out to, you know, Bali or whatever it was oh, to do yeah. her own thing. So I was like, "That's cool for you, but I'm going to yeah. make this cool for me." Yeah. You know, but it's so. amazing that the models are always the quickest ones to cancel or not show up, and they benefit yeah. the most from the shoot. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're the guy that's not exploiting them. You're the guy that's not ripping them off for a bunch of money with bad photos. You're the one. I hear some bad stories, man. Such bad stories. They show up. They pay money. They right. do this, and then it's like the guy doesn't give them, it gives them like three weird yeah. low-res JPEGs, right. and that's Horrible it. Pictures, Horrible pictures. And then they, they not retouch. to go do that and spend their money. Now you're offering them a better shoot with a good glam squad, a good concept. As a test. And it's know? not charging them any money. Right. Again, you're retouching, which is great, giving right. them good retouched images, and then they don't show up when they're yeah. two hours late. Yeah, I mean, landed, and my mother is sick, and all this other Yeah, until I'm, I'm just making consistent like campaign um, you know, income, yeah. um, which is my goal, you know. Right. Um, it's like I'm treating these test shoots the most, per they're going to benefit me the most. Right. And I just have right. to treat it that way. It's going to show off the photography, it's going to show off the model, the direction, the retouch. It's going to go into my print, you know, I got the 13 by 9 portfolio. Right. I'm going to bring it to the agencies, right. I'm going to make it, you know, try to sell it. I'm yeah. going to make it happen. Yeah. So that's my goal, you know. Right. And so if I don't treat it that way, if I just treat it like I'm just going to do shoots for, I would never stop. I would just right. keep doing shoots and I would go nowhere, forever. you know, yeah. forever, yeah. you know, and it's like, that's not the goal. The goal is not for everyone to have great images, which it still is, but right. the goal is for us all to rise up, right. you know, right. you rise up, right. I and rise like up, you, say, you know. you get the real gig, now you're able to take that exactly. and people on the model. Let's say I've worked with her three times, yeah. she's fantastic. She can pull off this look and that look. All the hair and makeup people right. I work with are always early, always on time. They always know, yeah. bring their kit, it's right. good. You know, um, the only issues I've had is just like spontaneous issues where it's like, whatever, I'm coming, people are coming from all over to right, come see me. Right. So it's, they're coming up from White Plains, I'm in right. Brooklyn, and right. you know, they're coming from New Jersey right. and whatever. It's yeah, like, it's know, hard, you know, I, I recognize it. If a person says they're running late, 90% of the time I believe them. Yeah. I'm good with that. It's yeah. generally the models where it's just that nonsense where they can literally be 90 minutes to two hours late. I mean, if, if the shoot was two o'clock, at one o'clock, you know if you're going to make it or not. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know if you're going to make it for 1 o'clock. Yeah, There's yeah. no point in contacting at 1.15 going, I'm late. I'm running mm-hmm. late and I'm still in some Wherever. other pl- part of Which has happened world. to me. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. It's, it's all the time. That, that's the worst thing. Um, I, I try to stay positive. You know, I try to just, you know, th- that well, negative is not going to help me when they see, arrive. What for you know? me is that at the point, especially on a test shoot, but at the point where if I do become annoyed with you because, and especially with the like I'm 15 minutes away because I tend to be very precise on time. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I want everything on time like we were doing the podcast today. Yeah. I said, we'll do about 9 a.m. Now that means I'm going to be here at 9, but I'm not trying to make you follow a clock because it's just a fun podcast. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be breaking your neck like I'm running late and getting out the door. I don't mind if you're late for this. If right. There's nothing at stake here. It's just loose. It's Sunday morning, whatever. But you were clear about that in communication. Right. You know, so I, I knew that, right. okay, this guy's going to be there. I can right. kind of show up. Sure, you know, my goal is 9, but yeah, I came right. 9.20 or something or whatever. It's like, if I'm in my studio, there's stuff I need to do anyway, so I'm fine. I got to okay. stuff to clean up, whatever. All good. But... Um, but I do tend to be precise in communication. So when the model says I'm 15 minutes away, again, what does that mean? If you're talking about the city, let's say you're driving, you could be three blocks away. That is not 15 minutes away. No. You need to park a car. Just the act of getting into that garage in New York, that could be 15 minutes. When you reach the garage, just to get the car in the garage and have them take the key and give you that ticket, you walk the one block to the studio and take the elevator to the 21st floor. Yeah. That right there is 20 minutes. Yeah. And driving the last two blocks can easily be take 15 minutes. Easy. easy. So when you're saying you're 15 minutes away, that could turn into 40 minutes so easy. And for me, at the point where I'm annoyed at you for being this late, mm-hmm. I can't give you my best work. I just can't. I'm, you know, I mean, I just can't. I bring myself to that Zen place, but I just know that. I'm gonna, and I tell them as soon as they get there, not as soon as, but you know, okay, let's get the makeup going, let's get, because I know that throws it off now by an right, hour. Right. And, and then I feel bad for the glam. We're they're sitting there for an hour with nothing to yeah. do because they didn't have to leave this. Yeah, early. I mean, part of being that director, you know, you, um, you know, you, the good host, right. you make the good conversation, the coffee, the yeah. water, whatever, but then they yeah. show up, they get to their work. They get right to work. And first. then it's yeah. like, um, you know, now instead of having, three hours or two and a half hours, right. we've got 45 minutes, an hour and 15 right. minutes to get three looks down right. and it's got to happen right now. And, and I'm right. sorry I'm going to have to rush, but you know, had you come earlier, right. this would have been easier. Right. But so I hope you don't mind. We're going to have to just go through this real quick. Right. I can it do it. It kill me though that the models are the ones most likely to not be on time and they benefit the most from the shoot in my opinion. We yeah. all benefit, but I do think they benefit. You know what? I, 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 I agree with that. I, I try to be sensitive and see the other side where it's like they are the ones being contacted probably 10 times more than I'm right. being contacted to shoot. And so they are juggling a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of them are young, you yeah. know, they're like between, you know, 18 and 23 right. and right. it's like... And they don't have the ability you know. to judge the good opportunities. And something yeah. I talked about on a podcast uh, many times actually exactly. is that they don't understand the difference. I, I'm not going to go into it because I did talk about sure, it recently, sure, sure. but I was giving an example of like, well, what's a better opportunity? A test shoot with me or walking in a New York fashion week fashion show? And I did this whole 15-minute hmm. bit about That's a good question. It might be, again, it might be the fashion show. You might meet someone at a paid gig. Sure, sure. But it also might be better just in the test shoot because the test shoot's about you. Yeah. The fashion show was unpaid and there's 30 other girls walking and 
Everyone's looking at their phone when you walk in. Anyway, no one, I went to a New York Fashion Week couple of shows this year. No one watched the show. Everyone's either trying to get a selfie of themselves. Oh, that's crazy. Or they're looking at the phone. No one even cares. And you did all of this to walk the show. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I talked about that recently, so I won't go into it, though. But, um, but the test shoots, for me at least, are so involve so much work and scheduling that I actually had an assistant whose entire job was just a set of test shoots. That's because crazy. the communication, again, I don't know if that's just me, but for me, the, well, when are you, you know, the makeup, when are you free, and then the hair, when are you free, she's free Tuesday, she's mm -hmm. free Wednesday, oh, you're both free Thursday, then the model. That I had someone whose entire job was just to set that up so I could just show up at the studio on Thursday at 2.04 or whatever, and it's all in place because yeah. there's so much with the back and forth and the cancellations and just keeping track of it all. It's, it's true. I mean, it you know, me crazy. I do kind of build in a little bit of a safety net with the retouching because right. uh, if I know, um, just do your own makeup, it's just not going to work out. Do that. I, I'll change right. your eye uh, shadow. I'll change right. your lip color. I'll right. put blush on you. I'll See, change your hair. How, how do you, how did you learn the retouching to that degree? 